Hello, my name is Melissa Abbott, and tonight I'm going to talk about the goddess Tara and give you a little bit of her history, and we will also do a green Tara sadhana practice. So Tara's origins are that she emerged at the end of the 6th century and early 7th century in India. And it was part of the evolution of Hindu and Buddhist Tantra. And the very first female Buddhist images, including Tara, appear in Tantric Buddhism. The emphasis shifted to include devotional practices alongside the more intellectual or analytical ones. And the idea also arose in the tantric teachings that mistreating women was a major downfall for a practitioner. And the very first female Buddhist images, including Tara, appear in tantric Buddhism. The emphasis shifted a little bit more to Tara as the unknowable, deepest mystery. And yet, when her devotees call out for her assistance, she appears. And she also manifests in outer events through every form of material existence. Tara manifests in, around us, and through us, helping us overcome all of our fears and remaining fully present in the face of life's difficulties. And her presence allows you to heal your past and create a new future. Tara is known by countless names, star, liberator, saviorness. She is the great mother, the giver of all realizations and enlightenment, helping you to realize your true nature, which is none other than her own. All the gods and goddesses bow down, touching the lotus feet of Tara. She removes poverty, both material and spiritual. Mother Tara. Originally, the Tara Tantra appears in the Buddhist, Tibetan Buddhist canon as part of a foundational collection of texts with their origins in India. The root text of all the Tara practices is the Tara Tantra, and her practice is a Tantric one. The Tara teachings were not firmly established in Tibet, however, until the 11th century, when an Indian Tantric master named Atisha moved there and he brought with him the teachings and practices that remain in place today 
he brought the Sanskrit with him, the Sanskrit mantras and the visualizations and the praises. And they are really the source for what we are going to do tonight, a Tara practice. So over time in Tibet, Tara's fame spread throughout that country. And this is a thousand years ago. And a wide variety of practices devoted to numerous different forms of Tara are all part of the lineages. There's various lineages in Tibetan Buddhism. And she is the widely loved protectress from all fears. And she is often called the mother of the Buddhas. And Tibetans pray to her directly for help. So there's a lot of stories that have been recorded over the centuries about Tara's miraculous uh, interventions. And as I mentioned before, the root text of the Tara practices is the Tara Tantra. um, And the most well-known account of Tara's origin was recorded in a book written in the 17th century by a historian named Tara Natha. Tara Natha. And the tale is the tale of the Princess Wisdom Moon. And she bridges the mundane world and mysterious realms in which miraculous events occur. The teachings revealed in this story have offered hope and meaning to women and men throughout the centuries down to the present time. So this particular practice that we are doing tonight has come down through the generations. There's been generations and generations of practitioners and their energy is in this practice. And so the story of a woman or a goddess or a princess is the story of a person named Wisdom Moon. And in a beginningless time, long ago, in a world called multicolored light, rainbow light, a young princess, Yeshi Dawa, or Wisdom Moon, attracted the attention of some monks and they noticed her devotion and boundless offerings to the Buddha of their age drum sound and they also noticed that she had opened her heart to bodhicitta or the mind of enlightenment and the motivation to attain enlightenment for the benefit of all beings so she was on the path to enlightenment and she had the intention, the Sankalpa, to reach enlightenment for not only to benefit herself, but to benefit all beings. And these monks, Buddhist monks, wondered among themselves, how can she progress on the path of awakening? They were very, very surprised by her accomplishments as they thought that a woman just could not reach enlightenment. 
And so as a group, they approached Yeshedawa, Wisdom Moon, confident in the good advice they planned to offer her. So they wanted to help her. And they told her, you should transform yourself into a man in this very moment or pray to be reborn as a man in your next lifetime. Surely then you will instantly attain enlightenment. Wisdom Moon, being unusually kind and wise for her age, took a deep breath and paused. And then she reminded the monks of the central tenet of Buddhism. Ultimate reality has no such distinctions as self or other or male or female. She then went on to say, obviously, many of you are willing to work for enlightenment in a male body. It is very rare that people follow this path as a woman and with courage and clarity, she vowed. So she made a vow. She stood up to the monks and she said, I will achieve enlightenment only in a female form. As a woman, I will also work continuously to free sentient beings from suffering. And with her heartfelt vow and brave words, Wisdom Moon illuminated the monk's ignorance of the Buddhist teachings. Much time went by and she continued to teach and liberate millions of beings lifetime after lifetime. And not only did Tara become a Buddha herself, she became known as the mother of all the Buddhas from the long ago time up to our current era. And in this story, this epic narrative of Wisdom Moon An accomplished female practitioner completely upends a persistent claim from the early days of Buddhism that women cannot become enlightened. Those monks had that attitude that reflected a teaching that was congruent with the cultural beliefs of ancient India and Tibet which remains an accepted doctrine in most Asian countries to this day. Here is a woman who awakens and becomes a Buddha herself. And the betrayal of Wisdom Moon, Yeshidawa, as a princess appears to be a subtle but intentional allusion to the Buddha's own path of transformation from a wealthy prince to a fully enlightened Buddha. Wisdom Moon was a remarkable and necessary development that corrects a cultural misappropriation of the Buddha's essential teachings. 
all Buddhist philosophy rests on the foundation of shunyata, emptiness, the lack of solid, separately existing from phenomenon. None of us exists separately from all the aspects of life that support us and change us from moment to moment. So we are all connected. And that is a foundational tenet in Buddhism. So all concepts are fundamentally impermanent and changing. And Wisdom Moon reminded the monks that gender is one such concept. The ways in which gender is understood are changing constantly and depend on countless factors. It means one thing to one person and something completely different to another. How could a fully awakened being such as the Buddha maintain that a person would reach the enlightened state based on the concept of gender. So this interpretation of Buddha's teachings has circumscribed both monastic and lay women's access to spiritual education and practice for more than 2,000 years. Although Tara's story became widely known and celebrated, and her practices are well established in the monasteries of Tibet, those developments had little impact on the cultural norms regarding the status of Tibetan women. While there have been a number of documented, powerful female spiritual adepts in Tibet, widespread opportunities for women to practice Tara have arisen only in the last century. And so now we'll do our Tara practice. So get comfortable in your seat. And there are 21 Taras, and they are there's 20 that are an emanation of luminous green Tara. They all stem from green Tara. And so tonight we will start with a luminous green Tara meditation and mantra repetition practice. And so first we'll start with some opening mantras and a non-dual invocation. Firstly, we'll practice our pure mode of prayer. May I practice out of love for myself with the desire to know the truth for the benefit of all beings. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Sachidananda Mutaye Nishprapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejasay Om, I open my heart to the power of grace that lives in us as goodness. Tara is that goodness that is never absent and radiates peace and lights the way 
to transformation. And now our non-dual invocation, which comes from the Shiva Mahimna Stotra. Atmatwam Girija Mati Sahachara Prana Sariram Guram Puja Te Vishvayo Prabhogarachana Nidra Samadhi Stiti Shankara Pradayo Pradakshinavidi Stotrani Sarva Gira Yat Yat Karma Karomi Tatadakilam Shambho Tavaradhanam. You are my essence. The goddess is my mind. My life force, my pranas are your attendants. My body is your temple. Enjoying the objects of the senses is my worship of you. My sleep is your state of samadhi. Wherever I walk, I am performing pradakshana of you. I am walking around you always. All my words are hymns of praise to you. And whatever actions I perform, they are all worship of you. Oh, divine beautiful goddess Tara. So we will begin our practice tonight by inviting Tara into our practice. So bring to mind being very comfortable in your seat, sitting on the floor or a chair, elongate your spine, adjust yourself, maybe a pillow or a shawl around your shoulders. A natural fiber shawl will hold the energy in around you. And we will bring to mind an image of boundless space. Imagine the sky over the ocean or the desert or the night sky filled with stars. This vast space represents the realm where all beings and all material things pre-exist as potential, as energies that have not yet come into form. Tara's enlightened consciousness is like infinite space containing the unlimited possibilities of creation. Yet, when you call out to her, she manifests in form in order to meet you in this realm and respond to your every need, your deepest needs. So let us invite Green Tara to join us by imagining that she appears in front of us in a subtle body of green light seated on her lotus throne. Continuously visualize her coming into form in front of you in a luminous, subtle body of green light. C 
seated on a moon cushion in the center of her lotus throne. Her cushion is the color and shape of a full moon resting in the center of an open many-petaled lotus and rays of healing light radiate towards you from her heart and her whole being. Her penetrating gaze overflows with compassion and wisdom. She is dressed in rainbow silks, in magical fabric so fine that it could be folded up into the palm of your hand. A crown rests on her head and her body is adorned with jewels that represent her experiences over many, many lifetimes. Green Tara sits with her left leg bent in the meditation posture and her right foot is extended indicating that she's ready to spring into action on your behalf. Her left hand forms the mudra or gesture of refuge. Her thumb and ring finger create a small circle in front of her heart, symbolizing the union of wisdom and compassion. And her other three fingers float gracefully skyward And these three fingers represent what they call the three jewels. So one of the fingers represents Buddha or enlightened consciousness. And the other finger represents the Dharma. And that is a way of saying the actual Buddhist teachings. And the third finger represents the Sangha, the practicing spiritual community. And that would be us here. If you're listening to this, we are all part of this Sangha. This simple gesture at her heart reminds you of the interrelatedness of all aspects of being enlightened consciousness, the teachings, the teachers, communities of friends and supporters, innumerable sentient beings, all rest in Tara's heart. And you awaken to the truth that you are never alone. Tara's right hand is open, the palm and the fingers pointing downwards, and it's resting on her right knee, which is the mudra of supreme giving. And this gesture means that she gives you everything, including complete enlightenment. Let us invoke green Tara by visualizing her coming into form in front of us in a luminous, subtle body of green light, seated on a moon cushion 
in the center of her lotus throne. Tibetan Tantric Buddhist practitioners have visualized the female Buddha, Tara's body, in this way for more than a thousand years. Her posture emphasizes the balance between action and meditation, between giving and receiving. So now, imagine or visualize her surrounded by your teachers, your masters, your loved ones and guides. And this could include your second grade teacher. It could include uh, a yoga teacher or a guru or even a teaching that you read, that teacher. So you want to imagine her surrounded by all of your teachers, your loved ones, your grandmother, your guides, maybe some angels that work on your behalf. And you also want to imagine the multitudes, the lineage of all of their teachers. And now we will visualize all the other 20 emanations of Tara in the background behind your teachers appearing in luminous, subtle bodies of light in their varying colors. There are red and yellow and white and orange Taras. And I hope in the future that we will be practicing those Taras as well. And all of those Taras are emanations of the luminous green Tara. And now, imagine yourself surrounded by your friends, your neighbors, your loved ones, your children, your family, and your supporters. And their friends surround them as well. And continue with this until you have imagined an infinite number of beings all receiving the blessings of your Tara practice as her light pours into you and those around you. And now before we begin, we'll recite the refuge prayer and for all of those beings and with all of those beings, I take refuge in Tara's completely awakened consciousness. In the wisdom teachings from all the traditions and in the communities of spiritual practitioners around the world who have in the past 
and are here now longing for awakening. I take refuge in the Buddha Tara, the Dharma, the teachings, and the community of practitioners. That is the Sangha. And now we will generate Bodhicitta by reciting the Bodhisattva prayer through the practice of giving and the other perfections. May I reach full enlightenment for the sake of all living beings. May all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May all beings be free from sorrow and the causes of sorrow. May all beings never be separated from the sacredness, the sacred happiness, which is sorrowless. May all beings live in equanimity, in goodness, without attachment for those we hold close or aversion for those we hold at a distance and live believing in the equality of all that lives. And in the tradition, we make offerings to Tara. Imagine placing in front of Tara, maybe some of the traditional offerings of water to drink or water in a bowl to wash the feet, flowers, beautiful roses, imagine dahlias, lotuses, hibiscus daisies, and beautiful scented candles or lights, incense, beautiful scents, perfumes, essential oils. You can offer your favorite essential oils to Tara. Food, maybe a beautiful meal or a dessert, a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, a delicious snack and music, beautiful celestial music, your favorite music. Make these offerings to Tara, place them in front of Tara. Make also personal inner offerings as well. Your gratitude for things well done or fears you wish to release you can give any aspect of your life to Tara for her transformation. If you're having difficulties in your personal life or feel distress about our collective humanity, offer those things to Tara as well. Imagine that Tara blesses you with insight about your offerings and transforms them into wisdom blessings 
that you pass on to others. All the gods and non-gods bow down, touching their crowns to luminous green Tara's lotus feet, removing all forms of poverty, both material and spiritual. Prostrating to Mother Tara, praising the venerable, exalted Tara, praising Tara, the liberator, swift and courageous, removing all fear, bestowing all benefits. Now, the practice. Visualize the seed syllable TAM, T-A-M, in your heart. And as you do your mantra recitation, visualize the mantra, Om Tara, Tutara, Ture Swaha. Visualize the mantra swirling counterclockwise in your heart around the seed syllable. We're going to recite Tara's mantra 21 times. And if you want to to recite it longer, 108 times, You can pause this recording right now. I'm going to recite it 21 times. And remember, your heartfelt intention to connect with Tara as you recite the mantra. And as you do the mantra practice, um, you can just visualize the time in your heart and the mantra going counterclockwise, and the mantra is Om Tara Tutara Ture Swaha. So let us begin. Om Tara Tutara Ture Swaha. Om Tara Tutara Ture Swaha Om Tara Tutara Ture Soha Om Tara Tutara Ture Swaha 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 Om Tara Tutara Ture 
Swaha Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Swaha Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Swaha Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Swaha Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Swaha Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Swaha Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Swaha Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Swaha Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Swaha Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Swaha Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Swaha Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Swaha Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Swaha Visualize the mantra circulating in a counterclockwise rotation in your heart area. And when your mantra japa is finished, it's time to bask in the vibration of the repetition of Tara's mantra and feel the expanded state of your consciousness. No stories, no drama, just the reverberating blessings and any messages, blessings, healing light of luminous green Tara. And so now we'll be doing a silent meditation, resting in the open space of Tara's luminous, enlightened awareness, staying with the aliveness of the mantra recitations, leaving all concepts and thoughts behind. We will remain in this state for a few minutes, or you can pause the recording for as long as you're comfortable receiving Tara's blessings.
Om Tara Tu Tara Ture Swaha. And now it is time to dissolve the visualization. Visualize Tara and the entire mandala of beings around her. Your loved ones, your masters, your teachers, the other emanations of Tara, your associates, your friends, your friends of friends, your supporters, the entire mandala of beings around her dissolves into light, which flows into your heart, where a very small version of Tara, luminous green Tara, is seated on a lotus-shaped throne. The light circulates through your entire body, your nervous system, your joints, your fascia, your circulatory system, circulating that light, circulating through your entire body and then pours out of your heart into the entire universe. While that Tara remains with you always. And we dedicate the merit, we offer the positive contribution of your practice to the collective consciousness of the world for the healing and awakening of every sentient being. I dedicate whatever positive potential that has been generated by this practice for my healing and awakening and for the healing and awakening of all beings everywhere with no exceptions. Through the power of my merit, may I quickly attain the state of an exalted Tara and lead all sentient beings without a single exception into that liberated, enlightened state. And this practice and teachings were taken from the book by Rachel Wooten, Tara, The Liberating Power of the Female Buddha. Om Tara, Tu Tara, Ture Swaha.